Welcome to Living Life. Hey, do you ever ask yourself sometimes, does God really care? Does God really care about what's going on in my life? And even if he does care, why doesn't he show up at the times that I really, really need him? Well, I think as we go through this passage today, uh, you will see that God does care and that God knows what you're going through. So let's take a look at the passage right now and, and see how God worked and how he desires to work in your life. Hebrews chapter 2, verses 10 through 18. In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what he suffered. Both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, he says, here am I and the children God has given me. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death that is, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people." Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Welcome back to Living Life. This passage today is very exciting because I think it answers that age-old question that many have asked. Does God really care? Does God really know who I am? Does God really care about the things that are going on in my life? Well, you know, this passage begins to talk about how Jesus became fully human and shared in our humanity. That starts when we read about the Word becoming flesh in John chapter 1, uh, verse through verse 14. He became flesh. The Word was Jesus. Jesus was with God and he was God and he became flesh and shared in our humanity. The, the literal translation is Jesus not only dwelled with us, but he tabernacled with us on earth. Why is that important? Because when Jesus came to earth, it was God the Father saying, I'm sending my son to share in your humanity that you might know that I care that you might know that I care about the things going on in your life, that you might know that I care about your sufferings, that you might know that I care about your temptation and everything that's going on. 
when Jesus became flesh, when the word became flesh in the tabernacle of Mana, Jesus was identifying with humanity. In Luke, it talks about the, one of the titles for Jesus was the son of man. And essentially that what they were saying is Jesus was uh, someone who became man, but also identified with man in the ways and the things that were happening to him. We know that he was, he was fully human. And in fact, Jesus suffered and was tempted in the very way that we are tempted yet without sin. And as we, as we look into the passage a little bit more, it tells us that there are some benefits that we receive as in humanity by his, the incarnation, which is when God became flesh, when Jesus became flesh. One of the benefits that we receive is that we were made holy and we are being made holy uh, as he is holy. And he, we are the same family as Christ. We have the same father as Christ. The interesting, wonderful thing about it is it says, the passage tells us that he's not ashamed to call us his brothers and his sisters. But that's not only it. Also, he's sharing our humanity so that he can break the power of the devil, break, break the power of Satan who kept people in bondage all their lives for the fear of death. Jesus breaks that power and he says, you no longer have any reason to be afraid or to fear because I now hold the keys to death. And in in Satan and the devil has no more power in that way. So what, another benefit he did is breaking the power of death that Satan held. In addition, by coming to earth and sharing in our humanity, he could be a sympathetic mediator to us between, uh, between the Father and the Son. He was uh, mediated in the sense that he was the one that interceded for us and he intercedes for us, the Bible says. He makes intercession for us daily according as he stands at the right hand of God. Wow. What we received when Jesus came, fully human, took on our flesh, and he's seen our suffering, he's seen our temptation. But it doesn't stop there. Jesus also became a merciful high priest and a faithful high priest who can go to the Father on our behalf when we were down and we couldn't even speak the words, he can go to the Father and declare the relationship that we had with him. Not only was he a sympathetic meteor or well, sympathetic uh, intercessor for us, not only was he uh, only sympathetic, but he was not only empathetic as well. So he was not just sympathetic, not just empathetic, but he was compassionate. And why compassionate? Because as compassionate, in compassion, you take an action on behalf of someone else. He didn't just stand in the shoes of us as an empathetic mediator. He didn't just have sympathy for us, but he was compassionate towards us and took an action. And that's why he came to this earth to, and he, cause he was full of compassion. That's why when he was here on earth, he was compassionate towards us because he can see what we were going through. So the question is, again, does God really care? Does he know what I'm going through? Does he see all the suffering? Does he see the temptation and the things that are going on in my life? The answer is yes, and yes again. 
He does care. He does know. He does love you. And the very fact that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you, tells you with a big emphatic yes, I know you, I love you, I care for you. What about you today? Have you been asking that same question? Does God really care about me? Does God really know what I'm going through? Well, if, if you read this passage today and you heard the message today, not my voice, but if you heard the Lord speaking to you, I believe that he will answer that question in your life. I ask you right now to just get on your knees and go before him and say, thank you, Lord. Now I know that you care for me. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for this time, this opportunity, Lord, to be in your presence. We thank you for the big, emphatic yes you know and you care by your son, Jesus Christ, and his selfless act on the cross, substituting for us that we would not have to pay the ultimate price. He paid that price for us. And we thank you so much, Father, for sending the Son. It's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.